Well, what is up, everybody? A happy Monday to you. So I'm up here oh, yeah. Fun weekend up in uh, Portland. Visiting my parents. Well, they were also visiting Portland. And, uh, yeah. They're thinking about, um, Moving out to the West Coast to be closer to all four of us, which is great. Four of us meaning me and my three brothers who all live in L.A. And then my brother's birthday was Saturday, my brother Dan. It's a good family week. Good stuff. But we all need to hear. Uh, Tell me something good And tell me that you like it, yeah What a great song I needed that today You know, I told you on purpose I don't listen to this song during the week at all And if it comes on my shuffle when I'm at the gym or whatever I change it Because I want it to be fucking awesome every time i hear it on our podcast together and here we are man back for another fairly normal uh had a great weekend in portland with my parents grammys were last night although i'm probably not going to talk about that but ha congratulations to my buddies in little big town uh and yeah, feel you good. Let's get into the initial pet peeve. Tell me something good of the day. Just got back from the gym where I had it was a leg day again. And uh, my fuck leg day song will be on Instagram later today. And uh, oh, guys. Hey, guys, the reason in parking lots, they have those lines, so and they make up things that are called parking spaces. I'm just trying to help you guys out, for those of you who don't know. They're called parking spaces, and you're supposed to, when you park, your car is supposed to fit in the lines. It's called a parking space, in the space, so other people can park in their space, the allotted spaces, so that you can fit the right amount of cars. Uh, when you don't do that. All right, everybody. We're just switching the shuffle real quick. Daddy Warhols. Uh, Daddy Warhols. Dandy Warhols, sorry. Right here. Love Dandy Warhols. Right? Uh, 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 uh. But when you don't fit in your spot, when you don't stay in your spot, when you hang out over the side, I feel like, welcome to the monkey house. Uh, I feel like we should be able to, to like do something to your car. 
Now, if you ended up parking poorly because somebody else parked poorly next to you and those people leave and then you end up looking like the asshole, yeah, I hate when that happens. But if you are the asshole, mm, if you're, you think your car is so nice it deserves two spots, man, you should hire someone to protect your fucking car because you pissed the rest of us right the fuck off. I, I, I don't feel like that deserves a ticket. I think that is something that we don't have to pay taxes for. That's not a job that I should hire somebody. We should be policing this shit on the streets under the rule of King Josh. King Josh says, you see a car parking like an asshole? I feel like maybe, maybe the universe should give him a note first. And just a note that says, hey, if you park like an asshole, we're going like, to act like an asshole. Signed, the universe. Or just a quick bump. Or a quick scratch. Or, hey, what I've learned from raising kids is you don't learn shit until there's consequence. You know what the consequence of being an asshole is? It's someone being an asshole back. You know, I'm a, uh, it's funny. On, oh yeah. Are we calling them Haim? 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 Days are gone. It's called Don't Save Me. Um, okay. But like, oh, what was I saying? Oh, I had one and I really liked it. I had, it was, I was about to go on a major rant and my brain just, I, I read something else and it is gone. What was I talking about? Parking. You pull into your spot. The universe. Policing. Consequence. I'm just saying, everybody. I don't remember what I was saying. I know it sounds like an asshole. Oh, Twitter. So I know it sounds like I'm being an asshole. I, I had somebody call me a sociopath on Twitter yesterday. Uh, some of you saw today somebody called me uh something uh i don't know basically called me a white dude uh but i want to get into something this look this dude uh, who's a comedian and a funny guy and tweeted out something about hey if you're not following these comedians you're not doing it right and he listed like 10 people and they were all dudes and he got just an avalanche of tweets no women no women on here no women. There's no women on here. No women. Guys, we get it. We get it. We get it. And it would be one thing if he was be excluding women from performing on stages or if he was like uh, hiring people and he only hired men. This is Twitter. These are 10 accounts that he thinks are funny. Maybe he sends out a tweet next week and there's seven women in it. Point being, who the fuck cares? It's his opinion. It's his fucking opinion. And just because you... This is the biggest thing, everybody. Just because you aren't included doesn't mean you're being excluded. I'm left off of a lot of fucking lists. But not because of who I am. Because they don't think I'm not funny. That's fine. I'm not being left off the list because of who I am. And this dude... Those... They also might be the 10 accounts that he interacts with the most. Who the fuck knows? But for people then to, to, to portray this dude as somehow being sexist, 
just because that those are the 10 or 11 names he put out is so dumb. It is such a fucking lynch mob out there, everybody. And that's the thing, you know, and somebody called me uh, on Twitter. They were like, you, you, because then someone also said I was offensive or I don't know, whatever. But like not being nice is, it seems to be the hard part nowadays. You can't put out just an innocuous tweet about who you think is funny or who you think people should follow without somebody calling you sexist or fucking prejudiced of some kind. Everybody needs to relax just a little bit. Just relax a little bit. What happens is when the lynch mob comes out for any, not just saying this one, for any topic, when the lynch mob comes out and you start pointing at everything, People on the fringe are like, well, this is getting just ridiculous. Like, it's not all this. It's not all sexism. It's not all anti-Semitism. It's not all racism. But when you group it all in together, it's kind of bananas. Oh, I, I had mentioned yesterday that to somebody that you can't offend me. And then somebody said, that's because you're a white guy. You can't be offended. Was- oh, guys. How are you not listening to Lucinda Williams? This album, Car Wheels on a Gravel Road. Come the fuck on. Um, this is called Drunken Angel. So, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, everyone. I'm just saying. Relax. Relax. Try, try not to uh, uh, reach out to strangers online and spread venom. You also have to decide when you're yelling at people online. What is your goal? That's what I keep asking me. What's your goal? Is your goal to try to change minds? Or is your goal just to scream at people? Honestly, what's your goal? If your goal is to change minds, which, or to try to engage in a conversation, then I don't see that anywhere. Nobody wants to engage in a conversation. People just want to be right. They just want you to believe what they believe. That sounds boring as fuck. Oh my God, that sounds boring. You want people to disagree. You want different opinions. It makes shit fun. It makes things different. That's why there are different movies and different music and different TV shows. Because everybody's got a different point of view. That's what we want. We want different points of view. And yeah, anyways, fuck that. And you guys know me. As nice as I am, I'm not putting up with any shit from anybody. I'm not. I know who I am. I'm very confident with who I am. I'm not a perfect person by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, you know, I've, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day. And I think I maybe I mentioned this last week. You know, with all, and so proud of Beth. But, you know, there, there are times in our relationship where I've definitely been a better father than I was a husband. Probably vice versa, too. We're not perfect people. We make mistakes. I hate that people judge an entire person's life. You judge a stranger. You're judging strangers by video clips, sound bites, and tweets. You're judging a person's entire existence. On, I would like you all to think about the five worst things you've ever said or done. Would you want to be judged on those? Would you want to be judged on those? Think about the five worst things you've said in private with just your friends. Do you want to be judged by that? Think about the five worst racist, sexist, prejudiced joke you've ever made. You want to be judged by that? 
No. Of course you don't. You don't want to be judged by that. So don't judge other people that way. Come on, everybody. We got to just be not so reactionary. All right. It's funny also. uh, I was thinking about this over the weekend. Every, when I was saying, if you know what I mean, everything sounds sexual when you say, if you know what I mean. It's so crazy, right? Like if I said, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go outside and, uh, you know, dust my shoes off, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean, it's the perfect, like you, it, oh, every one of my new favorites. I just discovered them. They're not new, I don't think, but these are the vaccines. Um, I'm really digging these guys, man, and the struts. And this is called Dream Lover Reimagined. I'm really enjoying these guys. Um, yeah, if you know what I mean, like anything, it's just like sport. When you listen to sports, if you listen to a football game and you didn't know anything about football and you just took the, the announcer's scripts and read it back and about people, you know, driving up the middle, pounding the ball up the middle. It's, I mean, there's so many, everything is in sports. Everything could be a sex joke. But also if you say, if you know what I mean, just think about anything, any innocuous, any normal thing you do during the day. I'm going to go to the store, if you know what I mean. Everything sounds like you're about to jerk off. You know what I mean? I'm, I got to clean the mic. You know what I mean? I got to go do the pod, if you know what I mean. You do the pod. I don't Everything, if you know what to try it. Try it. Try it. Try it. Tweet me your favorite ones. At Josh Wolf Comedy. Try it, if you know what I mean. Try it, if you know what I mean. Tweet me, if you know what I mean. It's so... And here's an example of where I think comedy... I, I'm I'm sorry that we are in such and I and by the way I'm glad that we're all talking about things that have been swept under the rug. I can't wait for the time that we're allowed to joke about it all because there's so many good jokes. My friend on Twitter who's a comic a couple weeks ago, you know, he was talking about how he had a flip phone so he couldn't type in the hashtag mark. Now to us older people, those were called pound signs. So he was like, I, I, you know, I have a flip phone, so I don't have all the, all of the, you know, I can't type all the things in, but I'm really into the pound me too movement. And it was super funny. It's stupid. It's juvenile. But he's talking about the pound me too movement. Man, that shit is simple and funny. If you've got a sense of humor, you're not diminishing the movement. That's what I think is terrible. It's actually kind of funny and brings a little light hardness to it. Pound me too? Come on. I thought it was so simple. I was like, somebody must have thought of that by now. Nope. But he kept talking about how he was 100% behind the pound me too movement. Come on. I can't wait till we're at a spot where we can joke about this shit. There's a lot of good jokes. I mean, there's so many good Louis C.K. jokes and all that shit. And Good God. There'll be time. There'll be time. And by the way. I bet you any amount of money Louis is going to make the best Louis C.K. jokes of all time. You wait till that special. His next special, because don't th- he's not Kevin Spacey. He's going to work again. You wait till his next special. He's going to have, he's going to turn the lens on himself, and he is, he kind of did anyways, uh, inadvertently or maybe not inadvertently in his other specials. But this is going to be a direct, and I'm sure he's writing it right now. And he's going to, 
his fans, his fans, he may lose some fans, but he's going to gain some too. And the people who just think he's funny and hope that he got better and that he stopped, you know, his abhorrent behavior um, and that he's made amends with everybody and, and with himself and his family after all that, when he steps on stage, it's the same thing for me with Michael Vick, guys. Like, you got to let people serve their time. And then we live in America. People deserve second chances. Have you done the time? Have you made your amends? And then you deserve a second chance. And this dude's funny, man. And he deserves a second chance. He really does. Oh, I love this song. This song means a lot. Um, to Beth and I. It's, called, it's from Delbert McClinton, Have a Little Faith in Me. I don't think if you guys know this about Beth. She's a phenomenal movie maker, obviously. She sees everything as a movie. But she has made the best family videos. When the road gets dark. And this is such a great tune. And you can no longer see. Mm. Just let my love throw a spark. Have a little faith in me And when the tears you cry uh. Are all you can believe This is one of those songs You got in your car Just give these loving arms a try, baby Right? And have a little faith You roll up that window Oh, and you just sing your heart out. Have a little faith in me. Fists clenched. Have a little faith in me. Boom. Boom, boom. Have a little faith in me. Maybe you, you're singing it out to people in the car next to you. Have a little faith in See, me. See, Beth even walked in when she heard this song. One of the best. One of the best ones. This is the Delbert... McClinton version. I know, I told them that. Yeah, I told them that. This is, we're talking to the podcast people. They can't hear you for sure. Hold on. I was just walking to our bedroom and I heard, I was just walking to our bedroom. Heard the song coming from your podcast room and danced into the room I singing. I love it. It's a good one. Love it, babe. Love it. Back to your people. Hi, everyone. I don't know who that was. That was Beth. Have a little faith in me. It's funny, you know. This is this is the song that she's done a lot of our videos to. And you have a fantastic voice, babe. Sing it. Bring no. it out. Bring it out. Can't, Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, I will tell you, people have been asking me a lot. I'm going to try to answer this question once and for all. Every time I do my high live, and by the way, I hope you guys are watching my high live on my Facebook fan page at 8 o'clock Pacific time on Mondays. I do sporadic ones also, but people ask me all the time about if I'm still friends with Chelsea or the people on Chelsea. Guys, the answer is yes and no. You've had jobs or where you work and you think you guys are the best friends in the world and then you leave that job and you're not. And that's not like, I don't mean that in a harsh way. You just aren't, you know, life is life. 
And when it shakes out, you, you know, you usually go back to who you used to hang out with. Now, listen, it depends on how you define friends. People you know and like, yeah, I'm still friends with them. People I hang out with, now, nah. Jiffy. That's it. You know, you guys all have Twitter and Instagram. You see who people go out with. Like, if I, people ask me about Sarah and Off the Rails and Franjola and look, guys. I like them. I like them both a lot. I like everybody I worked with a lot. But if I'm having a dinner party at my house, I'm not inviting any of them. Maybe Jiffy. Maybe. But none of them from Chelsea on down. We're just not. If I had a house party, I guess maybe I'd invite them. I guess so. You know, because a house party is just kind of a, a, a bigger outreach of people that you know. All right, everybody. Eric Church, sinners like me. But, like, we're not friends, friends like that. You see on Instagram, if you see me out, you don't see me with any of them. You see pictures when they're out. Like, I know that they go out and have those. They were friends, better friends going into the show. You know what I mean? They hung out before the show. I never hung out with them before the show. We hung out during the show just because that was kind of the climate. But then you, the show ends and you go back to who it was. Yeah, man. Like... I text them if something happens to congratulate them, but I don't talk to them. Months will go by. So do we consider those people friends? I guess so. Like they're friends. Like I know them and I like them and I wish them well, but friends like, hey, I'm having a party and my friends are coming over. Not one of them. Not one of them. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It just is what it is. And it's not sad. I know some people are like, oh, that's too bad. It's not too bad. It really isn't. It, if, it, if I wanted or they wanted us to be close friends, then that's what would happen. But it's not like I'm like, I'm not friends with them. And they're like, we're not friends. We're just acquaintances. That's a better way to put it. We're acquaintances. That's not true. Also, like I, I, I'm in touch with with Brad Wallach and Jiffy. Uh, the uh, Tom Brunel, who was uh, the guy, the head writer and the showrunner. Those would be the three people that I that I really keep in touch with. Fortune a little bit, you know, more than the other folks. But Jen Kirkman and Sarah, Franjola, Heather, uh, we're just, we're the same as we were before the show, which is, I know you, I like you, I wish nothing but the best for you, but like, yeah, that's where it ends, and it's not a sad thing. It's it's life. You know what I mean? It's life. And totally cool. And so I just want to put that out there for the final time. Look, you know, Chelsea and I have known each other for a long time. And the category I would put her in is if she needed anything for me, I would be there in a heartbeat. She's done a lot for me. And we've shared a lot of shit. She knows a lot about me. I know a lot about her. But we're not day-to-day friends. We're just not. I don't know why that switched. Shit. Well, that switched to one of my favorite Bob Marley songs, Redemption Song. Um, but yeah. So that's it, guys. I know people ask me about it all the time, and I get the, the attachment that a lot of you have or had to the show and to us, and I love and respect that, and I'm so... F- happy for it like without you and without that show who knows if i'd even be talking to you right now 
And that being said, you just it's just, it was just time. Lonnie, I don't really talk to Lonnie. I do talk to Ross. Uh, you know, and everybody, uh, it's just acquaintances. That's all. And that's not a negative thing. I don't consider that word to be negative. I know some people do. I just hold the word friend in a much higher regard. It's like the word love. You know, I try not to use that word unless I mean it. And um, I often fail that. But I'm also trying to just readjust to, look, if I'm calling you my friend, that means we're friends. You know what I mean? Friend in this, an acquaintance is not like a negative thing. You're somebody that I know and like. You're an acquaintance. Friend? Friend means that we both reach out. If you're in a relationship or friendship where you're always reaching out, that person's not your friend. That person's not your friend. You have people who text you and you don't always get back to. Those people are not your friend. You would look at them and be like, yeah, if that person stopped texting me, that'd be okay. That can be you sometimes too. You might be the person that's texting and not getting returns. And that's fine. You can't hold other people accountable for how you want them to feel about you. So, you know, yeah, so that's it. I like them all. I really do. I wish them nothing. I'm super happy for Heather. I'm really happy for Joe Coy and Lonnie and Sarah and, and Jen Kirkman kicking ass. And you know, Jen and I don't talk at all. I took her out of my phone. Don't talk at all. But I still think she's one of the funniest people on the planet. I am so in awe of her comedy and how she does it. And how brave she is on stage. And she does shit I could never do. And she writes in a way I could never write. We're just not friends. Or acquaintances, I would say. Um, and that's not a bad thing. It's called life. You know what I mean? Uh, I did. I, uh, I watched Shape of Water the other night with Beth. Meh. I mean, I'm saying meh in the loudest meh I can give you. And you guys know me. I like movies. I'm not going to say I didn't like it. I did like it. I, I, I like it because I thought, that dude shoots beautiful films. God. But like, and then we saw, we did see like, a, like an alien have sex with, or not an alien, but like a merman have sex in a bathroom filled up with water. It was pretty amazing. Didn't think I'd ever see that. But like, best picture? Uh, for sure, crazy original, an original love story and beautiful. And it was shot so beautifully. <gasps> Best picture? Ooh. Art, subjective. So who am I? But I, Tanya, was spectacular. Still haven't seen Star Wars. Um, I'm waiting to... I really like talking about it like I have seen it because it bothers the fuck out of people. It's so funny. They get easily annoyed. Um... Oh, I love Walt Wilkins, everybody. One-way rider. Ooh, so nice. If I had wings on my boot He's got such a great storyteller's voice. Mm, love a Walt Wilkins. Uh, well, yeah, best picture. I don't know. I don't know. I thought they were all amazing. And the guy who played the bad guy is one of my favorite bad guys ever. I forget his name. And uh, it was great acting and a great story. And yeah, 
the best picture? I don't think so. Best picture? I told you it was so good. Get Out was so much better. I, I can't believe Itanya is not up for Best Picture. It fucking shocks me. I did not watch the Grammys last night. You guys know I don't watch award shows, but I was super happy for my friends in Little Big Town who won a uh, Grammy. I will watch the award shows when Beth's movie comes around. Um, I don't know if that movie will get her movie will get um, nominated, but I bet you one of the songs out off the soundtrack has been. You got, I'm asking you all a favor. Even if you don't like that style of movie, even if the romance isn't really your thing, I'm asking you guys to go out and support somebody who put their head down for 20 years, who kept getting knocked down and kept standing back up in this business. And, you know, she's been here, she was here when female directors were not a thing, and they still aren't really. But she kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. So I'm asking you guys, even if you don't want to support me, you don't want to support her, you don't want to support Hollywood, you don't like that type of movie, I respect all that. I'm asking you to support somebody who never gave up on their dream. I'm asking you to support somebody who kept pushing that fucking rock up the hill. That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to go out and spend $30. And support this movie. Thirty dollars, two tickets. I'm assuming fifteen dollars. Parking, ten. You know, you're gonna get popcorn. That's an extra forty-five dollars. So I'm asking you guys to go out and spend eight thousand dollars on two movie tickets to support. <laughs> but seriously, come on, everybody. Come on. I this is. I will tell you guys. And I was saying this last night on my Facebook Live. I have the best. I do not have, as you all know, definitely do not have the biggest fan base. You're so good. You're so good. I find that, like, I have Democrats and Republicans follow me and listen and listen to the podcast and do the the Facebook Live with me. And uh, But they're Democrats and Republicans and Libertarians who are willing to listen and learn and accept other people who have different views. The, listen, you guys, if you have other people you know that think like us, send them our way. This is the group that should be building, not the extremes. We don't want the extremes. The extremes fire up the people that are close to the screen, extremes. So they even bleed even further in. And our middle ground is getting smaller and smaller, which is fucking crazy. And the middle ground is getting smaller and smaller, I think, because... Those of us in the middle are tired of getting berated by both sides. So it's almost like we got to, let's just pick a team and only get berated by one side. Fuck that. We're in the right here. We're the reasonable. We are the people that, I don't want to talk about gun control or guns, but I want to say this. There is a common sense, and if we're using this as an example, there is a common sense middle ground. Nobody's taking everybody's guns. That is, even if it was something that was voted on, impossible to do and also not right that's not right but i think we can all agree hey whatever will be from the tribe called quest um i think we can all agree we'd love for people to stop dying okay so isn't there somewhere where we can sit down together and go how are these teenagers let's just start with the school shootings 
let's go, okay, how are the teenagers getting access to these guns? Oh, they're their father's guns? Okay, cool. Well, I know guns don't kill people. People kill people. That's the word, right? But can't we hold the parents responsible? Can't we start there? Can we start there? Like, if your gun isn't locked up and a minor gets it, your kid gets it and kills other people, can't we hold you responsible as well? Like, and I know people are like, that's a fucking, he shouldn't have to lock a gun in his own house. Maybe he should or she should. I'm just saying, I'm not sure that that's the solution. But guys, if we can both agree on, let's agree on two things. No, no never going to happen that all the guns are going away. Never going to happen. So let's stop talking about it. It's stupid and it's pounding our heads against the wall and it makes the extreme on one side go crazy. Also, I think we can all agree as human beings, we'd love to see these shootings stop and people dying. So how do we get in the middle? I don't think that, by the way, teachers should be armed. I don't like that idea at all. I don't mind an armed guard. I don't mind an armed guard at the front. I really don't mind an armed guard at the front. It doesn't bother me if the school system has the money. At this point, it's not ideal. Nobody wants to feel like they're sending their kid into a, a you know, a war zone or but if there's an armed guard at the mall, I don't mind an armed guard at the school. I don't. I think an armed guard scares like a 15-year-old kid, if I'm being honest with you. Someone who looks like they could, you know, know more than you do and somebody who's been trained and somebody who ain't going to let you get away and you're going to get shot or whatever. I was thinking about that. I know some people don't like the idea of putting guns at school at all. I don't love it either, but I think we should deal in reality. Point being, middle ground, everybody. There is a middle ground. If you are talking to somebody who is not willing to compromise at all, except on things like pedophilia, murder, there's not a lot of middle, but we're talking about policy. We're talking about ideas. People have different ideas where there isn't a right or wrong. It's all opinion. It's all emotion. There's no right or wrong. Oh, come on. Speaking of little big town. I'm sorry I started on the gun stuff. I'm so sorry. I just don't understand why grown-ups can't fucking compromise anymore. Why grown-ups can't put their own whatever. We got to start thinking about us, start thinking about we instead of me and I. You got to step out of the fucking echo chamber. If you agree with everything somebody says, that's called a cult. If you agree with everything the left says, you've been indoctrinated. If you believe everything the right says, you've been indoctrinated. The only way to hold your side accountable is to call them on their shit. Don't call the other side on their shit. That just sounds like sour grapes. Guys, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this story. Girl crush. This song by my friends Little Big Town is so beautiful. I think Beth heard it and is about to walk in again. Oh, yeah, 
I know you guys are thinking, oh, he sings better than Karen Fairchild. Not really. And I know the words. Oh, that sounds so terrible. She sounds beautiful. I just sound terrible. All right, everybody, look. We're past 30 minutes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I talked about politics and shit. It's less politics and more about compromise, everybody. And I don't have all the answers. And I'm if you don't know anything about me, I don't write anything down. I'm just talking off the top of my head. So I may have said something that was wrong. There's a strong possibility to that. My point is more about we're all here together. The more lines you draw, the more lines there are. When you're talking about something that's not fact, where there's a different side, then it has to be something with compromise. It just has to. All right, guys. I'm sorry I got into that. Shape of Water. Mm, sorry. It's no true romance. Best love story ever told. True romance. Ain't no fucking doubt. If you know what I mean. And guys, I'm going to put this to you also. When I mean be good to yourselves, I go back to that. If you're texting somebody, oh, Prince 1999. If you're going and texting with somebody, you're chasing a friendship, you're chasing a relationship, you deserve better than that. You deserve, people's actions will tell you exactly how they feel about you. Don't chase it. Love you. And then love the person next to you. Do something kind for someone today. Open a door. Say thank you. Buy a coffee. I talked to a dude today about his Camaro in the parking lot of Ralph's, which is a supermarket out here. Dude was fucking psyched, man. He said, hey, man, thank you very much for asking me about my car. It means, you know, I could tell he put a lot of time and work and love into that car. And he was like, it means a lot. This car means a lot to me. And I said, I could tell. And he was psyched. Two-minute conversation. Dude's day is made. Not because I'm Josh Wolf, because nobody gives a fuck about that. Just because I was a stranger who said, hey, man, I like that shit. I like what you've put your time and heart into. How easy. How easy. Or you could go out and just start doing the way things are normally going, seeing how that works for everybody. Uh, at Josh Wolf Comedy. February date's coming up. They're on my website, ComedianJoshWolf.com, but I will be in, I don't remember, Mohegan Sun. Oh, Little Big Town's there that weekend, too. I wonder if they might come on stage with me. Huh. Mohegan Sun at the end of February. Middle of February, I will be going to, I don't remember. Hold on one second. How come I just keep forgetting where I'm going to be? Uh, comedian Josh Wolf. Hold on, I don't remember where I'm going. Huh? I don't remember where I'm going in February. I am going to the Mohegan Sun at the end of February, and then my website's not coming up, babe. So best back in the room. Here, talk to him while I. I wanted to know where you were going because I don't either, so I came in to hear where I'm, you're going. I'm going to Cincinnati on February 9th, 10th, and 11th at the Liberty Center Funny Bone. What a great club that is, everybody! Double level. I always sell a lot of tickets there. Come see a show. New jokes, new songs. I'll be trying a new song next week on the podcast. 
Also, I forget what I told you guys to send me a tweet about. But whichever one I like the most. He's so handsome. I'm kissing him right now. Whichever one I like the most, and I don't remember what it was, I'm going to start sending out T-shirts and hats from my closet that I just have a shit ton of. So the, the one I like the most, I will then follow you on Twitter, and then you will DM me your address, and I'll send you some shit. So whatever it is I told you to tweet me about, tweet me about. You know I don't remember that shit. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>